Well, hello there. This is sort of a special episode of this podcast because it's about Mojo Nixon, who is recently deceased. And, you know, he was sort of a musical icon. And we're going to dive into the wild world of the dearly departed late great Mojo Nixon, the irreverent musician, actor, and once proclaimed king of cornpone grossness. And uh, this probably isn't going to be doing him justice. You know, I mean, I'd, I'd like to sort of do a deep dive into his eclectic blend of rock, punk, and country music, and also look at his memorable roles on the screen, and look at his career, which was car- colorful and unconventional. Um, you know, but I'm just not going to do that justice, I'm afraid. But, you know, we're going to slightly explore his journey from the stage to the silver screen with some insights into his unique perspective on fame, music, and the cult of personality. We, you know, with Mojo, there were, there were no boundaries. Well, I'm sure he had some, but, you know, he he was definitely an outspoken person. He had raw energy and unapologetic authenticity. You know, he's sort of like the uh, ideal image of like the renegade American musician, singer-songwriter who still had his heart in the right place. You know, he would shoot his mouth off and all that kind of stuff, but he wasn't a villain in the process. You know, um, I originally started this episode, you know, I, I wrote these notes down because I was going to talk mostly about his acting career and uh, and all that stuff. But that, then, of course, he died, so I'm going to be making it a little bit more sappy um, for that reason. Maybe more sentimental is the right word. But, you know, lots of thoughts about that are probably going to emerge, you know, like um, what could have been sort of thoughts. Like, it, it, it seems like, you know... His career could have been bigger than it became. And I don't mean that as some sort of insult to, to him or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, it's like one of those things. If the world was a, a little bit better, I think Mojo Nixon would have been a little bit more successful. And to give you an idea of the type of humor that he had, he once declared that his personal religious trinity was Elvis Presley, Foghorn Leghorn, and Otis Campbell, the town drunk from The Andy Griffith Show. While he is primarily recognized for his music career, he has also made appearances in movies and TV shows. And if if you want to learn more about his music, you know, obviously you can Wikipedia that, but I also did write a little bio uh, about him for a website that I had recently written for called Audio Fix. And I've shifted over from that website to a different one called Stairway to Eleven. And that's where I wrote a brief little news piece about the fact that he's, you know, deceased. And uh, so I, I've already kind of covered that ground in my writing. Um, so that's that's partly why I was going to focus on his TV shows, because I knew I was going to be, or the movies and TV kind of stuff, but, you know, um, I've already done the the bio stuff, 
But, you know, unlike Tom Waits, Nixon never made it on Rolling Stone's 100 Greatest Songwriters of All Time. But you know what? By his standards, making it to such a list might fur further prove that he's doing something wrong in a way. You know, it's, 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 one, it's, it's one of those funny things about, you know, success as um, sort of a musician. Like, you, you do want praise to some degree, but at the same time, like if you're trying to be all hip and cool or whatever, you, you realize that if you're being praised too highly, maybe maybe you haven't been rebellious enough um, to keep that edge, that, that you know, that creative edge. It's, it's a, you know, it's like I, I recently wrote a, a piece sort of making fun of Liam Gallagher, you know, the guy from Oasis back in the day because he's sort of rejecting the idea of being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I, I kind of make fun of him a little bit for that because it is it is a little bit silly. Like, I'm too cool for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know? But at the same time, I do understand that. It's, it's one of the weird things about being an artist who has roots in, let's just say, alternative culture to some degree because... Mojo Nixon actually did have a career that had links with MTV. So in a way, he actually was mainstream. But at the same time, you know, there, there was sort of a rebellious aspect to him as well. So there's definitely sort of a yin and yang, I guess you might say. So, you know, when it, when it comes to the uh, notable instances of Mojo Nixon in film and television. He was in the movie Great Balls of Fire, which was released in 1989. And that biographical film, um, he was in the band of the musician Jerry Lee Lewis. Well, I'd, you know, so, somebody else played Jerry Lee Lewis. It wasn't actually Jerry Lee, but he, Mojo Nixon played the drummer in Jerry Lee Lewis's band. And interestingly enough, from what I understand, Alec Baldwin plays the role of a fictionalized character named Jimmy Swaggart, who was a real-life televangelist and apparently a cousin of Jerry Lee Lewis. And, you know, um, one interesting thing about Jerry Lee Lewis is that at the time, he was actually a potential rival for the throne of King of Rock and Roll uh, compared to Elvis Presley. But, of course, Jerry Lee Lewis fell in love with his cousin, his underage cousin, so that kind of got in the way of um, his career a little bit. People, you know, were, let's just say, judgmental of that and, and leave it at that. But... I have to admit, I haven't seen that movie. I do have it on my list of movies to eventually get around to watching. But I have seen another movie that Jerry Lee Lewis, or not Jerry Lee Lewis, <laughs> Mojo Nixon was in. It's a little old film called Super Mario Brothers, released in 1993, where he plays none other than Toad. And that movie is so weird and uh, it's like it's like a very tricky one to even explain but i actually don't hate that movie i i know some people out there 
they look at that movie as something that was just stupid and wrong. But in in reality, I kind of like that movie. It's quirky, to say the least. And it certainly doesn't seem like it really ties in with the video game series all that well. But nevertheless, I kind of like that. I like that it's freaky. I like that it took chances. And it's really unpredictable. And there's sort of a chaotic, frenetic energy going on with it. And really... Mojo Nixon was almost perfectly cast for a movie like that. And apparently, you know, uh, uh, boy, I can't think of the main actor's name. Um, John Leguizamo and, uh, boy, what's that dude's name? Um, shit, I can't think of it. But anyway, the, the main actors were apparently drunk a lot of the time on that movie, from what I understand. And there were even a few moments where lives are put in danger because it was such a chaotic production. And, you know, it's a movie that I have some actual fond memories of watching. I watched it more than once. And practically nobody out there is actually following this podcast to any hardcore degree. But the guy that I call Troutface who I've had on as a guest many times. He's actually a big fan of Super Mario Brothers. And I was thinking about having him on here to talk about it, but he's kind of busy these days because he has some career kind of stuff going on at the moment. So um, it's hard hard to get guests on. And uh, I I guess maybe he would make time to talk about this movie at some point. So I'll I'll keep him on the back burner because I think he would have some really in-depth thoughts and feelings uh, about this movie and how many times he's watched it and stuff like that. And, uh, well, apparently Mojo Mojo Nixon was also in Car 54, Where Are You? I almost called him Mojo Jixon. What the hell would would that have been? And that came out in 1994, though. Um, He's also appeared... um, Well, in that movie... Let me say this first. That came out in 1994, and Mojo Nixon appeared in that comedy film as a sidewalk preacher, I believe, and that's based on the 1960s television series. And, um, yeah, once again, it's a movie that I don't think I've seen, or if I have, it was like a very long time ago. It's, it's possible that we did have it on VHS, at the old family home, and I I just haven't seen it in a long time. But, you know, it'd it'd be fun to dig that one out at some point and see if it's any good. Um, Let's see. Well, on on that note, I often like these street preacher characters because it's one of the most obvious signs that someone's probably in a cult or maybe ready to start one of their own when they can't even leave their rantings and rave, rantings and ravings in a church, but have to take it to the streets. And it's funny and a bit scary that people just can't stop joining these types of organizations and buying into their fairy tales. You know, we have groups like the Moonies, where a cult leader uh, named Sun, Young, Sun Myung Moon and his wife were honored by members of the Unification Church as true parents and think about that. True parents 
who apparently claimed to produce children who were sinless. Nothing creepy or weird about that at all, right? But, you know, maybe I'm getting a little sidetracked. I'm talking about the Moonies. Well, Mojo Nixon was also in a movie called Rock and Roll High School Forever. That came out in 1990, where he played the spirit of rock and roll. And, uh, you know, if you've, if you've watched that movie, I guess it has Corey Feldman. And uh, there, there's, there's a nice scene um, where, where he shows up and just kind of wreaks havoc on Corey Feldman's character. And you might want to, if not, if not watch that movie, just watch that scene and see how Mojo Nixon sort of takes command of the situation. He was also in a movie called Butt Crack, which came out in 1998, where he apparently played a man called Preacher Man Bob. So there was another preacher character. And more recently, there was a film called Mo The Mojo Manifesto, The Life and Times of Mojo Nixon, which is an honest-to-goodness movie about Mojo's life that you might want, might want to check out. And, you know, apart from these specific projects, Mojo Nixon has also appeared in a few music documentaries and made guest appearances on various television shoes, shows, shoes, <laughs> television shows, including talk shows and music programs. I know that during the, uh, you know, there was a big anti-censorship anti movement that kind of was stirred up by the Parents Music Resource Center, which is what Tipper Gore was famous for. You know, Tipper Gore, the wife of Al Gore, the failed uh, presidential candidate from 2000. You know, the failed robotic guy who really did seem like he might have been a robot. You know, that guy. And while Mojo Nixon's acting career may not have been as extensive as his musical career, his appearances in movies and TV shows showcased his energetic and charismatic personality, which aligns with his larger-than-life stage presence as a musician. So, you know, James Brown might be the godfather of soul, but it might be okay to say Mojo is a serious contender for the king of psychobilly, if you will. Or, uh, I guess, comedy country? Maybe, like, rebellious country? Something like that. Whatever you want to call it. He's just... Well, maybe uh, you could say he's the king of cornpone grossness, which is what the Los Angeles Times called him in... Um, you know, uh, what year was that? 1988, yeah. So, uh, his real name is Neil Kirby McMillan Jr. And in addition to his ability to play the harmonica, uh, you know, he was, uh, an automobile, automobile mechanic and an accountant. Just kidding, I just made that up. Um, but anyway... Uh, sadly, you know, when I originally wrote these notes, I was gonna do this episode you know, with him still being alive. And I had noted that his years active were 1985 to present. But, you know, I guess he's no longer active in a conventional sense. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's got some albums that are worth checking out. And um, really, I, this was a very sloppily 
done um, way to honor Mojo Nixon, but I, I just wanted to do that again, you know. I, I, just, I mean, the funny thing is I didn't even listen to his music that much. But, you know, it, it sucks that he's gone. So, uh, yeah. All right. Have a fantastic day.